This is the Social Geek Radio Network. Get ready for a dose of positivity with a side of sass. It's Stay Effing Positive, brought to you by the fearless franchise consultants at Stay in Your Lane. Our mission? It's simple to change the status quo and bring some much-needed empathy to the franchise world. Don't be fooled by our warm, fuzzy approach. We've got the expertise to help your business succeed. We love taking good brands to cult brands. So put on your seatbelts, grab a snack, and join us on this journey to make the franchise world a better place, one episode at a time. Stay positive and stay in your lane. Hey, Patty. Hi, Ingrid. Welcome to the Stay F and Positive podcast. I'm glad to have you and have you as a regular um, participant on our podcast for Stay in Your Lane. Um, it's exciting yeah, that you're here. I'm super excited. I think it's going to be great. And I have loved the episode so far. So I'm excited to be a part of this. I'm excited that you are a part and that you're a part of the team. I just appreciate you. I appreciate our relationship and how we've known each other for a long time and the natural kind of banter that we have back and forth and we know each other well so i hope we have fun and we will have fun that's gonna be fun we do have fun we do have fun (laughs) there's that there's that so um it's uh women's international history History month the women's history month and international women's day i was trying to take both of those and make them into one thing but it's not it's two separate things (laughs) um and excited to celebrate that and so when you and I were chatting about how we could honor people and honor all the women in our lives we made a little plan do you want to talk about the plan or do you want me to talk about the plan yeah no so it's really exciting I mean I think um all month long it's been great to see so many women specifically in franchising but also just in business in general talking about you know whether it be the challenges or the joys of being a woman in business um powerful women that we like to honor and rise up and see um, and celebrate. And so you had seen a Sarah Blakely post, um, where she, I think she was drinking out of a mug actually. That's that her said, like, typical MO is to dream. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. MO. Um, and we got this idea of just talking to and asking a lot of the women in our lives, what are the best things about being a woman in business and what are the hardest things? And it's been such a joy and honor and privilege to listen to some of these, little snippets of what people came to us with people have brought me to tears like honestly a couple of them I was like whoa yeah so and actually Michelle Rowan talks about the post from Sarah Blakely who I adore so you guys will hear what Sarah Blakely says and what Michelle has to say but it's a really good one too would love to share both of our uh, best and worst parts do you guys do that on your dinner table? Do you like talk about the best part of your day and the worst part of your day? Do, what totally do you call do. it? We do roses and thorns every single night creative. at the dinner table. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful way to connect with your kids, but also hear from your spouse. <laughs> like, what? How was your day today? Because sometimes you forget to ask them too. So it's, yeah, definitely something we share. So what's the best part of being a business, a woman, being a woman in business for you? And what's the worst part? Yeah. So I resonate with a lot of the other women we heard from, but I think, um, 
the best part has been the community of other women. Um, I wrote a recent article about hype women and celebrating each other's success and knowing that there's plenty of room at a table for all of us. Um, like not to buy into this myth that there's only one seat at the table and we have to look like, um, climb over each other to get there. So the the community of women is absolutely amazing and supportive and so warm and kind. And I know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that I would not be in the position I am today without all the other women in my life championing me and encouraging me and picking me up when I'm down. Um, all of that. I think it's a beautiful community to be a part of. Um, I also think sometimes the best part of being a woman, um, is that idea of like, just kind of surprising people, you know, a woman walks into a room and maybe there's some unconscious bias or some thoughts for the people in that room. Yeah. And I love surprising people, um, with either what comes out of my mouth or, you know, the ideas I have, or I don't know, sometimes I shock people because they think, uh, I'm the secretary and I'm in fact the person they have a meeting with. So I think that's always, that's always fun. <laughs> the administrative that. assistant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah. not the executive assistant who planned this meeting. I am in fact the person you are meeting with. Surprise. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, I think for me, I agree with you that my best part is empowering others and building people up, even men. Like there's been people that I've been able to pour in actually, something that's really exciting is that we are bringing someone on new at stay in your lane and her name is Emily. And it's a girl that has worked for me before in the past worked with me, um, for me and to have someone come back and be like, Hey, I want to sit under your leadership again. And I want to be part of the team that you're building. And she came to me was really exciting. And it's like, yes, Mm -hmm. like she gets to learn again and be a part of something that's we're all building. That's really fun. And she's so valuable and just brings so much to the table. So like, I love those moments when you've poured into somebody and they want to be part of what you're doing or part of your team or part of the team that you're on. Again, it's really, really fun. Um, And then I think the worst part for me is still imposter syndrome. Like I'm a serial Mm -hmm. entrepreneur. I haven't like not built businesses my whole life or helped build businesses. And I still feel like sometimes like, what am I doing in here? Like, Mm -hmm. do I doubt my accomplishments? Do I feel like a fraud? Um, and, And I have to constantly change my narrative. And I think you and I talk, have this conversation a ton about like, we are both strong women who stand in our power a lot of times, but then you have these moments of just self-doubt that are supernatural that like yeah. we have to deal with, right? As yeah. women. And I think a lot of that is our narrative that's been told to us our whole life by other people outstanding. Like it may not even be our narrative, right? 100%. But it's things we've heard from people saying like women should not or women cannot. And you're, you're like, wait a smaller. minute. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's societal. It's definitely you know, even sometimes our parents un- unknowingly and unintentionally, right. But between how they parent your brothers and, and you and your sisters, um, can change things. Well, and generationally things have changed, right. What my mom was expected to do is not what I'm expected to do right. or what I can do. Right. Right. Not that she's not capable, but like, it was just different 25, 35, 45 years ago. So. Yeah. And I think for me, the worst part is I'm, I'm in my head a lot. I, I, it's not only just like the second guessing, it's like the mom ticker that's always going of like, you know, I might be in a meeting and fully there, fully present, 
but my mind is also just going a million miles an hour. Like, oh shoot, I forgot to, um, you know, schedule Maya's dentist appointment, or I got to remind Sarah to pay that bill. I forgot to tell her about, or, um, mm-hmm. crap, I forgot to unload the dishwasher, which is like the thing that I do to help my wife around the house. And, even things for work and like representing and sitting at a table that maybe a lot of women haven't had the chance to sit on. It's like, if I'm too bold, do I limit the opportunity for potential women coming behind me? Right. Mm. Are people going to be like, "Mm, I don't think we need more women. They're like, they're just like too loud too taking up too much space. Like this whole women power is not to my liking. If I'm not bold enough, are they like, why do people say that having women on a leadership team really makes all that difference? We haven't seen a difference. And I'm constantly wondering, you know, I do have a seat at the table and I have had in the past at like that executive level, what is my presence telling people about women in leadership? And so I think that's just a constant thing that women have to think about. Minorities have to think about um, a whole lot more than anybody else. And it's something that we don't talk about a lot. It's like that mental burden of, was I loud enough? Was I too loud? Did I wear the right thing? Did I say the right thing? Did Mm -hmm. I interrupt somebody? Do I have to go apologize Mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, sorry, if it came across as harsh, like, no, I'm totally on your side. Like what are the outside conversations that need to happen out of the meeting to make sure that you didn't step on anybody's toes and hurt anybody's feelings. And it's that constant ticker that, and that mental burden that I think goes unnoticed quite often. Um, and people really don't think about when you're a minority or a woman in a leadership role, how often we're all thinking those things and wondering those things. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. Well, without further ado, we're going to get into it. I hope you enjoy all of these women, powerhouse, beautiful, amazing, mm-hmm. strong, independent women who are telling you their truths and happy International Women's Month to all of you out there. Yes. My name is Brett Larimer. I'm the Director of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Culture Curator for Stay in Your Lane. To me, the hardest thing about being a woman in business is experiencing and witnessing this continuous loss of innovation and genius and ideas. There have been a few times where I've been in a meeting and heard a great suggestion or idea from a female that is pretty quickly put down or disregarded and the team would go in another direction when deep down I I knew people around knew if we would have gone this other route we probably would have been even more successful in the long run. Now on the flip side of that The best thing about being a woman in business is the amazing sense of community. I can't tell you how many times I have been at a a table of people and needed a safety pin or a pen, something like that. And it's continuously the other business women in the community who step up to the table, who have something ready to go to hand you. Um, I, I find that same experience to the sense of community through things like mentorship. There's always strong, incredible female leaders who are ready to pass along all of their, their genius and ideas and knowledge that they've learned in order to build up their fellow women. It's awesome. It's something that encourages a lot more innovation and learning and 
I'm lucky to be part of that community. Hi, I'm Danessa Taya with Bio One, part of the Five Star Franchising Brands. Uh, the best thing about being a woman in business is that I have the opportunity to coach, mentor, uplift other women um, to be leaders, to be the best that they can. The only reason I'm able to do that is because others did that for me uh, throughout my career. Uh, so I've been very fortunate to have that. One of the hardest things about being a woman in business is uh, sometimes maybe just being a little too timid. I think um, for me, sometimes I have to balance um, the level of confidence uh, with uh, owning my own success. And so, you know, so many times you think about it and um, women need to own their tiara. They need to go, they need to take it, and they need to wear it proudly. And when they do that, uh, they are respected for it and people follow. And uh, so with that, I've, I've had to learn how to balance that. And sometimes that's hard. My name is Alex Sanchez. I'm a senior account lead at All Points Public Relations. And I think the best thing about being a woman in business is the ability we have to bring different perspectives to the table. Historically, women have been able to band together to overcome adversity and challenges. We are very much critical thinkers, we're resilient, and we have this emotional intelligence that allows us to stay innovative and make good decisions in the workplace, all while also building these very genuine connections with those around us, our team members, franchisees, our customers, and to be able to connect with them on a much deeper level. To counter that, I also think that the hardest part about being a woman in business is the lack of representation. Being the only woman at the table or the only person of color in the room can be an incredibly difficult situation. And for women especially, it takes much more of a conscious effort to overcome those feelings and not let the lack of representation make you doubt yourself. You have to very much stand confident in yourself and your ability to be at that table and be a disruptor and not let the lack of representation dilute your confidence in any way. I'm Carissa Finley. I'm a franchise leader and motivational speaker. To me, the best part about being a woman in business is the ability to develop the next generation of female leaders. I love to demonstrate what strong leadership looks like, but more importantly, help the women on my team develop their skills to lead thriving businesses and build great cultures. The worst part about being a woman in business, I feel, is being underestimated. I think a lot of times our values are placed on our emotional intelligence and our ability to kind of relate. And I think sometimes those skills are underestimated, but really strong foundations and what is needed to build great cultures and great teams. Greetings, fun seekers. Karen Wenning here with Subtle Strauss. Being a woman in business has its advantages. But the best thing for me is being able to bring a woman's perspective, empathy, and a more subtle approach to work challenges. After all, 50% of most audiences are women. Within franchising, we have a pretty incredible support network. So many accomplished women leaders that really want to see other women succeed. They share ideas, 
they network, and they engage with other women. But the hardest thing for me has always been mom guilt. When I first got into the industry, I had three kids under three, and I was a marketing director, and I really did not want to give up that title to take a sales position. But ultimately, that move not only gave me more flexibility with my schedule, it also put me in charge of my income. And yet, I have missed every single family member's birthday at one time, including my own, and that never, ever gets easier. Hi, my name is Janine Luttrell. I am the Senior Director for Conferences and Meetings for the International Franchise Association. I would say the most rewarding part of being a woman in business is first and foremost being a positive role model for my son showing him that I can be a strong, independent woman with a successful career while still wearing the mom hat and the wife hat to his father. Also, I would say being passionate about what I do um, and respected for my expertise is extremely rewarding and certainly both of those together drive me to be the best that I can be when I am working and fulfilling my career goals. I would say the hardest part that I've had to deal with as a woman in business is the young appearance that I have had in the past, I would say that's probably changing now. Um, but I absolutely have dealt with um, people taking one look at me and thinking, who is this girl? She can't know what she's talking about. Uh, she looks so young. And then they have a conversation with me. I'm actually able to speak and um, cover all of the business at hand and it quickly turns um, in a very positive direction on their reflection of what I bring to the table. This is Emily George with Franchise Business Review. I think the best thing about being a woman in business has been the opportunity to be a surprise. I think so often people have certain expectations or preconceived notions about women in business. And I love coming with something different and just surprising people with experiences that I have or work that I've done or positions that I've held at different types of companies. And that's been a whole lot of fun, something I've really enjoyed about being a woman in business. I wouldn't say that there's necessarily been a hardest thing about being a woman in business, but the thing I have least enjoyed about being a woman in business is having to explain just that, like what it is to be a woman in business. Like I'm just another person in business doing work and trying to be the best that I can be. It's not about being a woman or being a man to me or being anything in particular. And I've never really enjoyed or appreciated that particular distinction or felt that you know, I really wanted to, to make that distinction. So I think that's been kind of the part of being a 
air quotes, woman in business that I have least enjoyed. Hey there, my name is Megan Allen. I currently own two businesses in the franchise sector. One is my franchisor consulting business, Fran Promise. And then I also own a Franet franchise. And I work with clients there looking to get into the franchise industry. All in, I have clocked 30 years in the industry and have been so fortunate to earn my stripes and learn all the tools to be successful. I would really say that the best part of being a woman in business is how great my industry community is, regardless of my gender. Of course, I've had a lot to do with creating my own tribe over the years as well. It wasn't always easy for women in business, and in the franchise industry, it wasn't that different. When I started my professional journey, I was in financing as a supplier, and it was definitely an old boys club. However, I just wouldn't let them not include me. And I think that at the time, that felt like the worst part of being a woman in business, but now it's turned out that I've gained people's respect from just showing up and doing the job and helping them and them help me. I always thought I'm not looking for anyone to make space for me at the table just because I'm a woman. However, there had been times where I felt like I was getting a chance for someone else to feel better, not because I was always the most qualified. What I've learned in the past, I guess, 10 years now is that the world is different and it's so freeing once you realize that you can stand on your own achievements and work hard to make yourself successful regardless. Hi, my name is Geraldine Smith. I'm the CEO and president of iKidsU Franchise. We do after-school and after-care programming for elementary-age children. And today I just wanted to chat with you a tiny bit about the best part and the hardest part about being a woman CEO in business. So I think that the best part of being a woman in business is maybe maybe a little bit to do with being a woman, but definitely being the position of leader of a company. And that is, I get to choose who to work with for our business. And this has been a huge theme for me because I've actually worked um, for many years for other people. And I often would find myself in situations where um, I felt that I had to fit a particular type of skill set or even personality in order to fit into the culture. And it often wound up leading to me feeling a little bit like I was uh, not bringing my whole self to work and that I had a bit of imposter syndrome. So I actually have flipped that on its, uh, on its lid. And as the CEO, I like to choose to work with people who show great amount of empathy, who are coachable, and who actually bring a lot broader experience than just the narrow checklist that maybe is required for the exact job on hand. The reason I like that is because I get to watch these uh, women in particular grow professionally who work with me, men as men as well, but women in particular. Um, and I like to be able to perpetuate for them to get over having imposter syndrome and to being able to bring their whole selves to work. I think the hardest part, though, of being in business um, as a leader you never really get a break. The perception is, is that you've got to be 100% on all the time. And um, especially for, I think, female leaders, we have the stakes are often a lot higher for us. That perception is out there that if we stumble, we're just weak. Um, and that's not true. We're just human, just like other CEOs, um, you know, male or female, um, what have you. But um it doesn't ever seem to be a priority for others that I get to take a break. So I actually have to make sure 
to give myself that break and really do a good job for myself of being my own mental health CEO. So um, I hope this has helped and have a wonderful uh, Women's Month. Katrina Mitchell, Chief Matchmaker, Franchise Speakers. One of the best things about being a woman in business is the ability to create my own destiny. I love being radically responsible for my success, the success of our team, and the success of our brand. I love creating kind, loving, honest relationships with everyone in our professional community. And these relationships are really important relationships to me. They are relationships that, that are lifelong. Really appreciate that. I also love using my intuition and feeling into solutions where everyone involved can co-create a path forward that everyone feels good about. One of the hardest things about being a woman in business is learning to be less emotional and more resilient when things are not going well. So that's been a great learning for me over the years. Also, patience and presence, two very important life skills that my business, my small business, has really helped me hone. Sometimes I also feel a heavy weight, a a deep burden with all of the responsibility of the business. But ultimately, I wouldn't trade being a business owner And having the freedom to create whatever I want next, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Hey there, this is Melissa Pang. I'm with The Entrepreneur Source. When I think about the best thing about being a woman in business, a lot comes to mind. But first and foremost, I am so grateful for the connections that I've made and the community that I'm a part of, that is something that stands out above all the rest. And then also just all the opportunities that I have had to meet with and connect with so many people from so many different walks of life and backgrounds and um, just so diverse. I am so grateful for that. And overall, I do feel this sense of, accomplishment and uh, freedom and independence being a woman in business. I'm very fortunate in that where I work, I feel very, very respected. My opinion is heard and and, and listened to. Um, what I say matters and I have this amazing team um, that works with me. Um, we're all on equal playing fields. So that is something that I love about being a woman in business. Um, When it comes to the hardest thing about being a woman in business, um, that's a bit harder to to answer because I look at things just in a very positive light um, and don't focus on any negatives. But one thing, and this is more personal, is I do have imposter syndrome like um, that does come up for me as a woman in business and also just being younger, um, part of a younger generation in business as well. It's thinking to myself, do I deserve this? Am I where I should be? Um, Everyone knows that I'm, yeah, like, does everyone think that I'm, like, worthy of this and not feeling good enough for it? And so 
that got a little deep, but I think that's, that is one of the harder things about being a woman in business. And I'm sure this applies to not only women, but, um, that imposter syndrome and feeling like you have to work. So I feel myself, like I need to work so hard to prove that I deserve this and that I am, um, in the right seat. So anyways, I overall, am just so grateful for, um, my community and my team and for the opportunities that I have as a woman in business. Hi, my name is Kayla Ryan. I am the CMO at Home Run Franchises, the founder of Flick Switch Marketing and a franchisee for the Lighting Squad here in Williamson County, Tennessee. What some people think of as a weakness for women, I actually see as a strength. Women are typically naturals at being empathetic leaders. We can think of influential franchisors like Merle Norman, who was a woman and started her health and beauty business back in the 1920s. Here we are nearly 100 years later, and she is still known for being an empathetic leader and role model for business owners everywhere. When starting her business, she was not only empowering women through makeup and cosmetics, but also encouraging women to become business owners in order to help them achieve their dreams and goals in life. For me... Being a Gen Z and a woman in business in today's world, I feel like I can make up all of the excuses in the world to not become a business owner, but instead I feel like I am set up to actually become whatever and whoever I want. And I have all of the support in the world to build that empire that I've always dreamed of. We often hear voices in our head saying, we can't do it, or we have to follow a certain lifestyle, or we have to become someone or something we may not want to be. But in reality, that's typically just a lack of confidence and you as a potential business owner or someone who might be thinking about getting into business have to have that ability to say stop you know no one's stopping me I just have to go for it and that's what being a woman in business is for me hi this is Meg Roberts CEO and president of the Lash Lounge I was asked to contribute to the Women's Month podcast. What an honor and answer two really important questions. The first is what do I love most about being a woman in business? Such an easy question to answer because it's the sisterhood. Over 30 years in my career, I've had the privilege of being managed by incredibly talented women. Stacey Boney, Christy Mayu, really incredible talents who have grown me in my career not just by recognizing talent and hiring me, but most importantly, by reaching out their hand to help groom and grow me in my career. They taught me the value of mentorship. They taught me the value of straightening another's crown, helping each other to succeed rather than blocking another person's success. There's nothing more valuable to me than the women in this industry and the sisterhood of friendships that I've made, the support the networking, the availability, all of those things are just an absolute gift. What's the hardest thing about being a woman in business? Honestly, it's being asked how I balance my work and my family. I work really hard to make sure that my sons recognize how important it is to have a career that can support your family, particularly as a single mother. But somewhere inside, I always resent it a little bit when I'm asked how I balance my kids and my career. I can't recall ever hearing a man in my position being asked the same question. So if that's the hardest thing, 
you know what, we can get past it because we just work through every obstacle. But I'll tell you what, it still irritates me a little bit. Ladies, let's continue to do what we do best, support one another, deliver in our careers, support our families and friends, and take care of business. My name is Jenny Wisniewski, and my partner and I own Lexicon Law. As a woman business owner, I think one of my best attributes is taking advantage of soft skills to more effectively employ my technical legal skills. I take the opportunity to get to know my clients on a personal level through effective communication, listening, empathy, and by having a genuine interest in learning about who they are. This allows me to better understand their priorities, risk tolerance, and goals. And as an added bonus, I get to hear amazing stories and continue to learn about entrepreneurship from really talented people. Unfortunately, the hardest part of being a woman in business continues to be managing a family and that business. There still feels like a bias against women when there is a need to switch gears between family and work life. Trying to set those boundaries without feeling judged or guilty continues to be difficult. Not to mention the amount of discipline and focus it takes to be able to manage the two priorities. While there's certainly improvement on this front since I started practicing law 25 years ago, we still have a ways to go before women truly feel like needing work-life balance is not seen as something to feel guilty about or an impediment to success. My name is Renee Israel and I'm a champion of health and wellness emerging brands through my family office Wisdom Works. The most exciting thing about being a woman in business today is the comfort I believe we now experience in celebrating and being inspired by the unique perspectives and impact that we bring to the table. Perspectives that sadly years ago, we would tuck away in an attempt to fit into a business model designed by and predominantly dominated by men. From the way we dressed to the way we conducted ourselves, the goal was to demonstrate how we were worthy to work. Given its own history month, I thought I'd tell a few tidbits from the early 90s that are fortunately a little less thinkable now. For example, even though I had an opportunity to work for a company led by a woman president, her actions were not supportive of women advancing. Only men were sponsored for executive leadership programs or MBA credits. Her leadership team was made up of all men. Women were openly encouraged to use the gym membership. I had a colleague make advances and I knew that telling anyone would be pointless. At another company years later, as I reviewed salaries for my own team, I noted that two less experienced men reporting to me actually made more money than I did. Many women back then weren't always cheerleaders for other women. I felt like the environment was set up so that women could compete against one another for a few select roles when there weren't as many. Thankfully, the women I worked for out of business school years later um, had the opposite philosophy and a more you-can-do-anything environment. I'm really grateful for having had that role model to help me rethink and reposition myself as a mentor, encouraging and amplifying women's ideas on their respective business journeys. However, women do still face challenges and biases based on gender today, and there is still progress to be made in terms of achieving gender equity in the workplace. I still witness the frequency women who are wondering if they belong in the room and still have a hard time believing in themselves. And if they are good enough, the reality is no one is going to believe in you if you don't believe in you and your own worth. 
in February, it was all over LinkedIn that PitchBook showed startups with all women teams in the U.S. only receiving 2% of nearly $250 billion of venture capital allocated in 2022. This despite the fact that startups founded by women have demonstrated to deliver higher revenue, more than twice as much per dollar invested than those founded by men. That was according, I believe, to um, Boulder Consulting Group's analysis. And women don't seem to be climbing the corporate ladder either at the same pace as men. LinkedIn had had a reported data that showed that women are still underrepresented in leadership roles in the U.S. And since I started franchising as a founder nearly 15 years ago, I was really excited to look around IFA 2023 at what I eyeballed to be a substantial increase in women founders, CEOs, and leaders. But this LinkedIn study showed that nationwide, women only hold about 38% of all leadership roles in the U.S., But I am hopeful for today and our future with amazing women leaders in franchising and other industries, close the gap initiatives around the country and more flexible work environments that we can continue to make progress. Hi there, I'm Courtney Stillings, Director of Client Development with Franchise Business Review. I have to say the best thing about being a woman, especially in this business and in the franchising space, is all of the support I receive from other incredible female leaders. It's so amazing to feel supported just by being your true, authentic self. On the other side of that, I do have to say the hardest part for me is always the juggling, making sure I handle all of the tasks that I can and doing them with 100% care. And then also still proving to the men that I deserve to be here. I feel like that never really goes away. Hi, this is Amanda Dempsey. I'm a franchise attorney with Saxon and Stump, and I'm really excited to be recording this on International Women's Day. Um, I'd say the best thing about being a woman in business for me is just being able to explore things that I'm interested in and learn new things every day. Um, and you know, women didn't always have the opportunity to do that when uh, they couldn't pursue uh, their interest in the workforce. So I feel really blessed to be able to do that. And um, the hardest thing. Um, I would say is just a lot of the unseen work that women do, uh, both at home, but also in the workplace. So a lot of the mentorship and the organization and um, all of those things that are really so important to building uh, cultures um, at work that are productive and filled with happy people. I think women take a lot of the laboring war um, on those things and maybe don't get as much credit or praise um, for doing those things. So I would say that's the hardest part for me. Hi, it's Robin Gagnon with We Sell Restaurants. I want to talk about the best thing about being a woman in business. It's really about the support and the community and fellowship of other women. I have found through the franchise community and other places in my life that other women always give a handout and a hand up to make sure that I can meet my goals and that they're always encouraging and supportive. Secondly, what's the toughest thing about being a woman in business? My role at We Sell Restaurants has puts me in touch with folks from all walks of life, all of them trying to sometimes exit a business when it's a very tough time for them, sometimes enter a business when they're not sure of how to make that best decision. There are few women in this industry. It's predominantly male. So I think just um, 
the hardest thing is just initially getting that respect and authority that I needed as someone who can make an impact in the industry. I hope this is helpful, and I was glad I was able to participate. This is Michelle Rowan with Franchise Business Review. Okay, the best thing about being a woman in business. When you posed this to me, I got really stuck on Sarah Blakely's post earlier this week that the best and the worst part of being a woman in business was being underestimated. I definitely felt that, and it's totally spot on in capturing the whole experience, but I did want to offer something different or in addition to that thought. So I'm going to say the best thing about being a woman in business is having the opportunity to create your own path and success. And when I think about the hardest thing about being a woman in business, it's the amount of energy that is spent on feeling like when you're kicking butt in one area of your life that you are neglecting or failing in the other areas. Hi, I'm Leanne Caruso. I've had a lot of ups and downs and taken sideways paths in my business journey. And as I look back on how I got to where I am, I think I bop and weave because I keep hitting ceilings. I don't like things getting in my way, so I'll find new stairs to take or I'll just build them. I'll even start new businesses if I have to. As most of you know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I strive to be a leader and mentor and believer in people, and my empathic leadership style doesn't often exist in a male-dominated environment. When I'm blessed to come across talent and grit and really smart women, my goal as a leader is to do what it takes to let them shine. I am honored to be surrounded by so many amazing women in this professional space, some of them hidden in the shadow. But there's no greater feeling than to truly see them, pull them out, and allow them to be seen. And most importantly, as a woman in business, an entrepreneur, a C-suite executive in the media, and in franchising, I am a mom to the most beautiful two children. I am most honored to show my daughter and my son what it takes to work hard, to find success, to keep building new pathways, and to show that you can do whatever you put your mind to. It takes hard work. It takes building and nurturing and keeping solid relationships. It takes vulnerability. It takes naps. And it sometimes means not taking yourself so seriously. It means soaking in the people around you. It means learning from those who have love and knowledge to share. And it means showing up even if you're not always feeling it. I am so proud of the woman I have become and the path that my professional journey has led me to. There's so much more to come, so many more ceilings to shatter, and so much more to accomplish. So watch out. My name is Megan Center, and I'm a partner with Quarles and Brady in the Washington, D.C. office. We are a full-service franchise law firm. The best thing that I have found in working as a woman in business are the supportive relationships that I have been able to make with other women who have forged a path before me. I'm lucky to have developed these relationships, particularly at my current law firm, and I'm so grateful for women just reaching out to me and seeing how I'm doing, making sure that I have the support and resources I need to be successful at my law firm. I also very much enjoy setting an example for both of my children, showing that women can be strong successful, dominant, and just general badasses at their job. It's really just a wonderfully fulfilling experience. The hardest thing is, I think one of the hardest things is getting the attention of a room or sometimes having some 
clients maybe not necessarily take my opinion as seriously as my male colleagues. I find that in those situations, if I'm forceful, I'm confident, and I'm able to effectively communicate my position, they will eventually believe me. And I think I've also been blessed with other male colleagues who will support my opinion on things and be supportive in those kinds of situations. Um, We all go through stuff, but it's overall just been a very rewarding experience. I hope you enjoyed all of those women speaking their truths, and I hope you resonate with them and feel empowered to go throughout your day. If you're ever feeling low or need encouragement, the team here at Stay In Your Lane always has your back and is always willing to be your hype woman. So shout us out, hit us up on LinkedIn. If you know our phone numbers, text us. We love you all and we're thankful that we get to serve you and be a part of this space together. Happy International Women's Month. Happy International Women's Month.